Welcome everybody to the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. You're home for all wrestling, everything wrestling. What's up, Soto? What's Happy up, my guy? What's good, kid? Not much. It's been mm. a hectic weekend, you know? Family yeah, stuff. I didn't realize it'd be, like, yesterday was headed with the Met game, and I was like, even coming back, we went to the bar after the game, I was like, this is a lot. They had a live band down, you know, down the street. I was like, this shit, this ass. I'm going home. I'm playing Call of Duty. <laughs> so, well, we should do later on today. Yes, before we get to the finals. Let's see what you got. Let's see, let's see how you're prepped over there. You got the blue shirt. Nice blue shirt today. Got to clean up the beard a little bit. I've been telling you to try and grow the beard out. but you clean up a little bit? Clean up nice? Nah, if I grow up the beard, I look mad scruffy and it's stuff. okay, and man. Like... Just, keep, just clean up here. You're good to go. You got lawn order in the background. So you're in your... Is that on Ion or is that on, on USA? That's a very good question. Two of which... Oh, no, that, that's on USA. Okay, so I was just saying, I don't know, because I, I think I had SmackDown for a little for a little while. Right. It was UPN. I, probably both. Yeah, you, remember when, you remember when Raw was on, like, on Spike TV? Yeah, bro. Raw was so fire on Spike. And they let a lot of stuff go. The USC didn't, didn't allow. Yeah, Spike TV was, like, that was the shit. Like, they had so many good shows. Remember, remember Impact on the random Thursday nights at 11? We got a brand new live episode of uh, Impact. Yep. Live episode. It's 11 o'clock. Who's at, the, who's, at the, who's at the arena at 11 o'clock at night I don't know, on Thursday? I was, I was watching that. Oh, those were the days. I, <laughs> I, I, saw, oh, I saw him with my boy Miguel. He was like, yo, what's up with your boy Kurt? I was like, you mean your boy? Which one? There's Kurt Angle and then there's Perk Angle. <laughs> Perk Angle is, is the one that everybody loved because he was so reckless, but no one realized he was doing that on drugs, like when he was dealing with his with his demons. He was a menace. No. <laughs> Fighting Abyss and Hardy. Complete menace. Oh man. I miss Kurt. Kurt's Kurt's one of the greatest. Yeah, man. So, but you know what's great? Talking about some good old fashioned wrestling. So let's get right into yeah. it. Money in the uh, Bank is right around the way. It is, it is, and we'll speak on that in just a few, but, you know, one of the, the highlighting moments of the week was the new Undisputed WWE Universal Championship revealed on SmackDown. What did you think of the look? So, I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. Okay. To me, it kind of brings back, oh, it's kind of like a blue in a way, I don't know. I, I, I want... I want them to go back to the old, the old, the old, uh, like the undisputed championship, like an old design kind of. Yeah, because they did that uh-huh. with the, with the, with the world heavyweight. It looks it looks like a modernized world version of yeah. what the WCW championship was, and it, we can all agree that that belt is probably one of the best belts ever made. I mean, I, I like it. Yeah. So, I mean, the world heavyweight. Yeah, the old world heavyweight, and then. This new one isn't that that bad looking. Like you know, I like it because it's actually new. It's not just a big old WWE logo, you know. Yeah. So that's why you know when it was revealed, I was I was kind of hyped, and then w- once I saw it, so for those who didn't see it, so the WWE Championship is like mostly black, then the Universal was mostly blue. Yeah. This one is just the same design, but it's mostly gold, and I, I thought. I don't know. It was a bit lazy on their part. I think they should have definitely came up with like a new version, and you could have like you know picked ideas from old titles or or you know picked ideas from old designs and incorporate it into a new one. But yeah, it's pretty much the same title, just all gold. I mean, the good. 
I think the good thing is that the fact that Roman is not going to be carrying both titles, it's just this one title, and now it's going to make the world heavyweight that much more valuable. Yeah. Because you're not competing for both now. It's just right. one belt. As long as Roman was holding two, it was putting a cap on that world heavyweight. Now that Roman is down to having one belt, right, it doesn't look like the world heavyweight is a participation title. Now it looks like just, you know, the opposite. I mean, obviously this title has more value than the world heavyweight, but, you know, with Seth Rollins being a fighting champion that he is, he can, you know, raise the value of the world heavyweight champion. Kind of similar to, like, what Gunther did with the IC title. What he did with the U.S. years back. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it, I just wish it was more, like, the old undisputed championship. Even though it comes off, like, it, it does look like it a little bit, but it's just, you know, it's just more modernized, which is okay. You know, I don't mind, you know, diamonds and gems and whatnot. Like, that, that's dope. It's cool. It makes you want to go buy one. But I want them to go back to what they were before. Give pay some homage to the old belts that were really good. We'll get to a point where we'll see the wing belt come back and like Hopefully. some kind of like a modernized look. And the wing belt, another one. Hopefully, you may you, you could debate that like we could have we could have a whole episode debating best belts of you know the best heavyweight, the best undisputed, whatever it is. The wing belt was one of the best belts ever. I think one, they were the most 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 sold belt. Yeah. So it's like, you know, but it's dope. It's nice. It, this one's definitely, it, they've gotten better over the years. They've, they've, they've stopped being lazy when it comes to certain things. So that's dope to have. Dope yeah. To now, now what they need to change is probably the, the tag titles because <laughs> those shits are ugly. Yeah. I mean, I've been saying that for a while, but yeah, they could, <clears throat> they could use an adjustment. Yeah. Which, which they will. I mean, and then, now it's first I think it's it's finding a way to split the titles or kind of do the same thing that that happened to Roman. So, you know, either you know Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, I think they were drafted to SmackDown, I want to say. I'm not hundred percent sure. Yeah, I'm not hundred percent sure either. And then you know either way me. they'll fly back and forth <laughs> some, yeah. at some point. That's how it's, it always it's always like that. Yeah. So right after the you know revelation of the new undisputed WWE Universal Championship, we had a masterful segment. It was only a matter of time. Yeah, we um, had to figure it out when was it going to happen, but then it ended up happening at Night of Champions, and then now it's officially, you know, complete. Yeah. I mean, listen. I I always thought it was going to be Jay. I, I still I still feel like somehow this whole storyline still mainly revolves around Jay. Uh, but just the fact that you know Jimmy came down there to confront Roman and would not let Roman push him around, and still you have Jay kind of like confused, like you know. He wants, yeah, exactly. Like he wants the situation to be settled as he did try, but it's like he wasn't fully committed on what side he was going to be on. Like, yes, Jimmy is his brother, but then again, you know, he's been loyal to Roman for, you know, God knows how long. And then you had Solo, who Solo said, Solo's just doing solo things. Yeah, for for a quick second, you know, Solo did say, you know, he acknowledged the tribal chief, 
but then at the same time said, these two right here, they're my brothers. And I thought, all right, I think it's, it's, I kind of fell for it, but then, then again, I'm like, I feel like there has to be like down the road, a bigger moment in which Solo betrays Roman. And I was like, the time isn't now. I feel like you have to stretch out the storyline. And then sure we'll find out come SummerSlam that then you'll see even more layers. Be this is probably the world's biggest onion that we've ever seen. A thousand mm. one layers being unraveled bit by bit. Like it's just like oh well, you know, <laughs> it gets better and better every day. Yeah, and then you know, Jimmy try to hug things out with Roman. Try to you know settle it. They don't want to fight anymore. And as they hugged, Roman picks you know picks up the mic and says no. All of a sudden, Solo hit Jimmy with the spike. And they just, you know, Solo, Solo, Paul Heyman, and Roman just walked, you know, walked off while, you know, Jay is, you know, tending to Jimmy. And as Roman is walking up the ramp, you can hear him say, Jay's going to do what he always does, and that's fall in line. And that's, I think, some powerful words. Powerful words, but Roman's mistake thinking that Jay is going to fall in line because he's not. Jay is going to protect his brother. They've been at each other's side from the hip since they were born, their whole WWE or wrestling careers, and nothing indicates. This isn't, this isn't no Edge and Christian brotherhood. This isn't the Delhi Boys brother. This is this is like this is family ties. Like, yeah, and now we're at, and now like. I saw I saw a meme on Bleach Report. They put <laughs> WWE Bloodline Civil War as just Jay, it's just Jimmy and Roman, and it's Roman, Paul Hammond, and Solo. And yeah, like like the Avengers Jimmy, poster, Jay, and then Rikishi. I was like, Yo. oh yeah, like the Avengers poster. Yeah. I mean, listen, Rikishi did tweet out something very interesting that might. You know, it kind of raised some eyebrows because they might use him in the storyline. So I said that and, and for then, a very yeah, long time. And you said that for a while. At some point, whatever's gonna happen, Rikishi gets involved, and then now you go, you, you go, you go hand to your uncle now. Like that's your, that's your, that's, that's uncle. That's that's OG. If it wasn't Rikishi, you wouldn't even be in the WWE right now. Between you and your brother, God rest his soul. No, but no, God rest his soul, Rosie. But you know, let's let's not forget the Rikishi's value that in its entirety, like it's 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 vital, it's big. So, and you know what happens next, right? Because pops isn't around. You know, you know, everybody's in there. You can't bring random people from Impact and everybody else. And then the youngest one, I forgot his name, Fatu. He's in. He's with Booker T's program, so like he's nowhere near ready to be up to ready to go. So we all know what's gonna happen at this point forward. Now we're gonna end up having The Rock show up as I am the greatest in my family. Yeah, I, the original chief, the original man over here. Because you can't go, you no, know, Peter Maivia, he's long gone. So it's like, yo, I'm telling you, it's gonna end up with. I thought it'd be this year, but you and Henry made a good point. Dragged it out for a little bit, made it a little longer what it was. It's been like a two year run with the bloodline. Yeah, it's gonna this, end with Ross too- Roman. Ending right there, just so you know, no matter what you do now, you will never be me. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you because if this storyline has been going on for 
I think a better part of what two years, two, two, three years around that mark. It's who's to say like this is going to end next year. Now I feel like this is going to be a really, really long storyline, and we. Uh, we heard Roman talk, I think, after the WrestleMania event at the press conference where he's like, oh, this is just like the third or fourth inning, you know? And that just tells me, all right, this is going to be a a longer storyline than one anticipated because now it's like, all right, now the bloodline's crumbling, right? Then what happens with Solo down the road? So they're, they're going to have to do a program with Roman and Solo. Then they're they're gonna revisit Roman with Cody Rhodes, but this time without the bloodline. So that's another chapter into this story. And then, like you just said, everybody's anticipating that Rock Roman matchup whenever that happens. And you know, it, it kind of really depends on the Rock and his you know and his schedule and his openings. So he is available th- this upcoming year in twenty twenty four. He's available. Everything's yeah. opened up for him. And, and we'll the XFL was a great success, so mm-hmm. now that's that's taken care of. That he can move on with that, and you know, smooth transition. But so it, like, it depends again on the schedule because now he's back into that Fast and Furious franchise, right? And <laughs> when you know, did they start filming? Not yet. Eleven? Not, not yet. Not yet. What are we now? What, was it ten? Just happened, right? Ten just happened, so eleven. So no, and, and here's no, and here's what's crazy. So we Fast Ten is a trilogy, so we have to wait for eleven and twelve, right? And then Vin Diesel already says that once the Fast series ends, there's spinoffs, spinoffs, Hobbs and Shaw. That's so, so we need Hobbs and Shaw too. So it's like, I, I don't know. It's it's. I, I wish that this match does happen, but just Fast going back here is 2025. We yeah, have more important things to take care of. I don't, I don't, I don't even know. But these um, are your movies. You missed the Fast and Furious. This is this is this is your thing. Yeah. And and go, going back to you know this storyline and, and Rikishi, you know, after Jimmy attacked you know Roman Reigns, he said on Twitter, and so it shall be done. Stay in your lane enough. So I was you that can't a talk to grown at the end of the day. You can't talk to grown men like that. Grown men. I mean, you could do what do you want to do. Just know that the, rea- the results, re- the reaction, the results of what you do. There's a price to pay for what you want to do. It's yeah. it's it's okay. You can talk all that shit, talk it down to people, but at the end of the day, there's still people. There's still grown men, nonetheless. Yeah, man. So, and then I just I just feel like you know, with with Rikishi saying you know, <clears throat> stay in your lane, and then the fact that this past episode of SmackDown, he finishes with Jay's gonna do what all, what he always does, fall in line. I'm like, all right, hey, amen. <laughs> It's getting real spicy. Yeah. We move on to the Money in the Bank qualifiers. Cody Rhodes um, winning it. <laughs> Cody's going to make it. I need Cody to make it. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how they're going to make it work, but Cody needs to uh, Cody needs to win this. I don't know. So we've had a couple of uh, people already qualified for the match. We saw LA Knight defeat Montez Ford. We saw, and that was on SmackDown, we saw Ricochet defeat The Miz, and we saw Akamura defeat Brunson Reed. To be honest with you, the way the crowd has been reacting to him week in and week out, this is just an early pick because there's still, you know, three more matches left to uh, for the men's side, for the men's side. I think it's LA Knight. 
Listen, if you're going to do something for LA Knight, the time is now. Because if you're not going to do it now, then when are you going to do it? Because I feel like th- you, we saw Cody Rhodes, right? We saw Cody Rhodes challenge, again, issue a challenge to Brock Lesnar, right? Now, mm-hmm. I hope it really doesn't happen at Money in the Bank. I, I hope Cody wins his qualifier and then in that Money in the Bank match, Brock Lesnar screws Cody Rhodes. And then setting, have SummerSlam go down. Exactly, setting yeah. up for the trilogy. But I, listen, I'm surprised Montez Ford. Like, I feel like they kind of messed up the 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 matches here or the matchups because I feel like Montez Ford is somebody who I think deserves a, a shot into the the Money in the Bank. And yeah, Ellen, Oh, and you know what? It looks crazy. The crowd kind of turned on Montez Ford. Because well, uh, LA now is getting, so now over. they're entirely. Like, are you gonna are you gonna turn him heel or are you not gonna turn him heel? Like that that's been cheese. I, I said why it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen now. And you guys were like, oh yeah, it's gonna happen. Like, no, it's not happening now. But now the crowd is getting involved, so it's like, I don't know. Okay, it, yeah, it might be. What's it called? And the same thing is happening with Bianca, with her little feud with with Oscar. So you gotta pick hey. and choose somebody. And if, if they go heel, then it's. You know, and I wouldn't mind being going heel. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing the profits being a heel group, and that works out perfectly fine. Right. Because you know, Hawkins is Hawkins is great. He's a great two man. Montez Ford is clear cut the star in the group between the two, and Bianca being the female side of everything, she's fantastic. She had a, she had one of the better women's runs in a long time. So it's like you could make this a heel group, and go. Who's to say that uh, the Hurt Business doesn't pick up them three and make a giant faction? And they've been rumored to... to they need a female return. character. So if you go and bring Bianca in with the blood, with, with, the, with the Hurt Business, and then you bring in the Street Profits as, you know, more pieces. Right. That you, could, you could do some real damage and have them do their own thing, Bianca do her own thing, and then have the Hurt Business do their own thing. Three different, three moving parts. But, you know, they have to actually commit to the turn, though. You can't tease it, tease it, tease it, not do it. Like, that's why everybody started hating on Cena. Like, oh, Cena's going heel. Like, no, he's not going to go heel, bro. Like, <laughs> And they got pissed at it. Hey, we all got mad. Why don't you turn heel? I was like, well, I'm not going to turn heel. Like, and that ruined a lot of the push that Cena already had as is, which was crazy. As right. much, much push he had as is. So, but if you go with, you know, if four turns with Bianca and... Dawkins is like, you know what? Yeah, I'm with these guys. Let's go. And all right. You have, and you know, how many heel groups do we have in WWE today? Like, like definitive. I think we just need a solid, like a solid heel group, like a, you know, a, a big level threat. So, you know, reforming the her business with a female uh, addition and, and probably this time you'll add Omos. I mean, they could. They could do. They could make Last, some noise. Lastly, Omos, Cedric, Sheldon, yeah. So Cedric, Sheldon, and Bianca. That's a really, really tough group. Yeah. You know, and I and if if imagine if that was the wide six, which by the way we haven't heard about Bray Wyatt in forever. We don't know, and we have three to be decided. Who's to say that he might show up? Yeah, you know, I mean, right now, if if you're really looking at like. 
see, one of the things that AEW thrives at is, I mean, they have too many of it, but they thrive on it is factions. And factions, the attract audience, right? So, you you know, the WWE has potential to create a faction. Like, the OC. The OC has a lot of potential, but it, it's been inconsistent when it comes to bookings. Right. So, and and I wish, you know, in the long run, right, the OC is missing one, one or maybe two pieces, right? Mm-hmm. And you have AJ, you have um, Mia Yang, you have the Good Brothers, right? Like I think one, one piece that's missing is Finn Balor. So does Finn actually break off? I feel like in the long run, because you know the Judgment Day could introduce, let's say, in the Judgment Day. There's no clear-cut leader, but if you take a look at him, I I personally would appoint Finn Balor as a leader. I feel like they could introduce a new, you know, a new a new body, a new member, aka JD McDonough, who joins the Judgment Day and then wants to control the Judgment Day, like wants to like lead, which causes friction between him and Finn. That's a storyline that they can you know do going forward. But uh, yeah, man, going back to the, the Money in the Bank qualifiers. So yeah, Ricochet, Nakamura, and Ellie Knight advances. So then two more matches are scheduled for SmackDown next week, which is Santos Escobar versus Mustafa Ali, in which I think Santos Escobar is going to pick up the victory here because... You think so? Yeah, for those who don't know, Mustafa Ali is now a member of the NXT brand. Yeah, that's true. Well, he's a free agent. He's a free agent. He's probably going to end up going down just to get work. Right, but his involvement in this past episode of NXT would allow me to believe that he is NXT bound. And then you have Baron Corbin versus Butch, which I believe Butch picks up the victory over Baron Corbin because, surprise, Baron Corbin is also part of the NXT brand after attacking Carmelo Hayes and posing with the NXT Championship. so And, and Corbin's done a great job with doing... Have you seen his cooking stuff on, on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. Listen, man, listen. I think you found a new segue to two other things. <laughs> I feel like the Jim Ross brand. I feel like, listen, I feel like Baron Corbin deserves a shot at a title. I'm not going to say which, but at a title because of all he's done. I mean, yeah. you know, the past three or four years, it's like he's accepted different roles which not fault of his own it hasn't panned out but you know maybe go back to the lone wolf persona you know before he got caught up with all the nonsense that he dealt with yeah so and then for the you know for the last slot maybe they can do like a second chance match in which you have like a you know a match where all the the losers from the qualifying match into that match and then you know like a second chance match. Oh, so you have five. You have five out of the uh, six six competitors. Yes. Or all, all six get in, and then you go. Oh, okay. Well, these guys will fight. Yeah. So like down to get into the Money in the Bank. Right. So like Montez Ford, The Miz, Brunson Reed, and then whoever loses from Santos Escobar and Mustafa Ali, and then Baron Corbin and Butch. So it'll be a fatal five way. I think I think that that's a good shot to put them in like. To get them into the Montez Ford situation, yeah. Because last we saw Montez Ford in a big match, we like we saw a lot of potential, and we sat there like, yeah, like this, this could be it. This could yeah, be the chance. They, this got to actually be. And they were teasing, you know, teasing a singles run for him. So, 
Yeah. Okay. You got to fire off on something. Something yeah. has to give. Yeah. For the women's side, we just have, if I'm not mistaken, just only one qualifier, which happened on SmackDown, which we saw Zelina Vega defeat Lacey Evans to advance. So shout out to Selena. You know, she's actually getting an opportunity as a wrestler. You know, there's she didn't Puerto Rico was more than well deserving. Grant was an advance because she's Puerto Rican. I, I think that gave her, I think that right there, the what happened in Puerto Rico and the reaction she got there in Puerto Rico, but not only in Puerto Rico, but in social media, it's giving her a, a boost. As a Give wrestler, her a shot. Or, Even if she so, doesn't have to win it, just put her in big time situations and let's can she produce? Yeah, agreed. So, uh, some more matches announced for qualifiers. So, it's going to be Becky Lynch versus Sonia Deville. Becky's this, winning. Yeah, agreed. Zoe Stark versus Natalia. I, I have Zoe Stark here. Yeah, there's no way I've seen the like Hall of Famer, and I say it all the time, well. Credited, well-deserved career. You're walking into Hall of Fame. No, no, you know, unanimously. Your time is done. Just go ahead and put people over, and that's it. Yeah. And then plus the program that's, I mean, the feud that's happening between Lynch and, and Zoe Stark. So you're going to have to. crash fight. course for Money in the Bank. Exactly. Then you have, uh, for next week's SmackDown, you have Bailey versus Mia Yim. I think Bailey. Bailey's going to win, but I think it's not going to. Mia Yim needs a little more credit to, to what she's been doing. Right, right. I, I agree This won't be a squash match. It might be, it might be the best match of the qualifiers. Yeah. So you have Bailey versus Mia Yim, and then you have EO Sky versus Shotzi, and here I got EO. Yeah. Seeing EO and Bailey involved in the main in the Money in the Bank situation and more layers to the destruction of the group would make a yeah. whole lot more sense. Yeah, and I, and I love you, the fact that you brought that up because I love how they're incorporating storylines into this ladder match. Yeah. So you have Becky Lynch and Sonya Deville. I mean, excuse Zoe me, Stark. Zoe Stark, right? And then you have Bailey and Io, and you already know that that's been boiling for you know yeah. for the past it matter, couple weeks. Something hits the fan. Yeah. New WWE Women's Tag Team Champions were crowned on Raw. For those who missed it, your <laughs> your girl. Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey, new tag team champions. Not a lot of people were happy about that. I don't know why, because this was the game plan for the longest time. And as soon as they paired them together, they said this years ago. We're going to put, after the after the, main event, the first main event run for Rousey, they were going to put her and Baszler together because her and Baszler are actually best friends and they've wanted to work with each other for the longest time. And now they're finally in a good spot where they can do so. So now it's, why would you not want them to work as champs? They're going to fight every week. They're going to fight every pay-per-view. And they're a really good group as a heel group. And yeah. it's going to end up being destructive where they're going to fight with each other. They're going to ruin things. And then they're going to have their own program at some point. Because I know they said for the longest... After they do their tag team run, they want to fight each other. They want to set up a long feud. I just seen that like an hour ago. I'm like, I mean, we've kind of realized that that's because it's two alphas going at it. It only makes sense. Someone's going to have to give. And that's when the fight's going to begin. Yeah, I just I just hope that they're able to make those tag team champions irrelevant. And, you know, I this I think I've been real critical of the tag team champions because it's like, the championships because I feel like every 
not every, but most of the champions that were crowned, I think they were just put together. No, there's actual history with Baszler and Ronda Rousey, so it makes sense. It goes sense. all the way back to the what was the the big show? What was the big show on HBO? It turned to a movie. Entourage. 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 If you watch Entourage and watch the movie where uh, Turtle is fucking about the, I want to take runners on the date. You know who's in the background of that? Oh, she yeah. She's sitting she, back there. Yeah, They've been around like, each other for that long. I think it was 2014. They've been around for that long. And then there's the first one that went after MMA. And then Rousey after, you know, <laughs> Holly Holm beat the absolute piss out of her. Yeah. She made her move to WWE. Has been great, you know, for what she's been doing. And ever since then, like, Bears is the one that got Rousey in. Like, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of heavy ties, a lot of layers between them two. So it makes perfect sense for them to go ahead, hey, like, we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. And then when we're going to do this and get this done, we're going to go and fight each other. And you just cleaned up so much, so much time and events for them to defeat for each other, you don't have to worry about them anymore. They mm-hmm. can just, you know, a year and a half between tag team and, and, and singles match, and now, okay, they're good to go. Well, that can yeah. go on for the longest time. Yeah. We move on to All Elite Wrestling, in which Tony Khan officially revealed AEW Collision featuring CM Punk. Oh, I got to find the Michael Jordan letter saying two words. I'm back. <laughs> hey, man, look. Welcome back, kid. I, t- I, I I embrace you with open arms. Don't do more bullshit. You have now a second chance again with another big company again. So, you know. Well, I mean, all right. So the, the AEW Collision revolves. It just doesn't feature. It revolves around CM Punk because, you know, you know there, there were reports saying that CM Punk and the returning Ace Steel we're going to be heavily involved in AEW's Collision Creative. So I really don't know if that's in, in you know, indeed true. But, you know, the fact that, you know, all right, CM Punk is back. I, I don't know how talent feels about that. I know, let, let's put 50%. 50% are cool with CM Punk coming back. Another 50 are like, yeah, I don't that's want okay. anything to do with it. But, I mean... That that stems from what happened at, you know, the brawl that happened, but I mean, maybe you know, cooler heads prevail, and you, you have know, to. Otherwise, and, business wouldn't be business. You yes. have to move on. You don't have to like each other, but respect each other as, as individuals to go ahead and move forward. If Chris Jericho do it, I think everybody else can do the same thing. He's yeah, the so first one to say is like, oh, like we had our beast, but it is what it is. Like we got to go move on from things. So it's gonna again. It's gonna be interesting to see how it all plays out. I mean, this is again CM Punk's return, and it takes place in Chicago. Now Tony Khan has officially confirmed it after weeks of speculation, and we'll we'll see who's CM Punk's. Um, if I'm a betting man, we'll uh, obviously we'll we'll see who CM Punk feuds with first. There's a lot of names being thrown out there. There was some Joe it, now. Yeah, at, Twisted at, Metal wraps up, which I hope is a good show. Uh, um, yeah, as of as of recently, it's been reported that maybe Jay White. Jay um, would be nice. Yeah, that would be good. I mean, both uh, both of them can kill it on the mic, and obviously, you know, they're both super talented. Now it's going to be interesting to see how CM Punk 
is in the wrestling ring, like how he moves, you know, he's been battling injuries over the years. So, but again, it, it's always a, a, a cool thing to see CM Punk back, see what, what, you know, what happens actually, you know, right. with this new show. Speaking of guy, okay. So speaking of guy coming, returning, here's a guy preparing to, to departure. So we've said it for a longest time. One of your favorite, probably your, if I knew, if I'm a betting man, I know you as well as I do. Your second favorite wrestler is Sting. If Taker's number one of all time, Sting, if Taker's one, if Taker's one, Sting would be probably two, right? Yeah. So I know it's going to break your heart the fact that we're nearing the very end of Sting's nothing short of stellar career. Right. Right. So, I'll throw you you some names that when he does retire, who retires Sting? Okay. Okay. Chris Jericho. Possible? Would you like to see that? Would you not like to see that? All right. You know, yeah, because they have history, WCW history. Mm Mm-hmm. I wouldn't think it – I I really don't think it would be Chris Jericho. I mean, I have one name in mind that should be his final match. A tag team match with FTR. No. Malachi Black. That's your boy. Wow. And just no. by the way, the way Sting has been going on – No, in- but I wouldn't mind <laughs> No, but yes. <laughs> no, but yes. MJF. Oh my god, that would be the ultimate like. You know how much heat MJF would have by taking out Sting. And, and you know it's it's crazy because it, I don't think they teased it, but the fact that you know there's been, there's been like shots put in, nothing like sense, nothing definitive, but like yeah. uh, I'm gonna go no. Okay. And then the logical answer would be Darby Allen. Yeah, the guy, the guy who's who Tony Khan said, "Yo, work with this kid." Right. So yeah. And for uh, three years, he's pretty much built Dar- Darby Allen's Darby Allen, but he's not Darby without Sting. Yeah, it makes the most sense. So that's the logical answer. I was like, yeah, maybe, but I don't know. See, I knew once I threw Malcolm, he was like, oh. Well, it makes the most sense. I mean, to be honest, to be honest with you, and a lot of people might hate this. You might want to throw in maybe Jeff Jarrett. So th- a lot of ties in WCW, a lot not, of ties in Impact. In Impact, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of options to work with, but you yeah. know it's all you know. Sting, I think Sting's probably done by the end of the year, if not early into next year. But yeah. you know he came on on a couple of different multiple reports that he's nearing the end of his career. He's he, he sees the light at the end of the tunnel. He's getting close to it. So right. Oh. Like, okay. um, then we have oh so on dynamite we had a major tease and i don't know if a lot of i think a lot of people picked up on that well i hope but the fact that backstage you had the elite hangman and the young bucks no omega their loss you know from double or nothing and i thought it was very interesting the fact that adding hangman page said that kenny omega left the country but he didn't go back to Canada. So where did he go? Ladies and gentlemen, I think he went to Japan. 
it's it's the most logical reason. I think he went to Japan to recruit Ibushi. To bring in Ibushi to all elite wrestling. I think it's it's been teased that you know the, the Blackpool Combat Club with you know with you know Don Callis and his new what would you say like protege? Yeah. You know? Grasshopper to a well, sensei. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, Don Cow's being, you know, that, that, I don't want to say fatherly figure, but, oh, well, all right, managing Takeshka. So that would be the team right there against the team of Hangman, the Elite Omega, and the debuting Abushi. I think that's the way to go. Maybe Blood and Guts. May, maybe, I don't know. I think Blood and Guts makes the most sense here. Yeah. What do you think? I, I think I think so. I think you know you, you do you you see how everything pans out and it just makes sense. You're gonna move everything into that situation, so I'm not really opposed to it. Because like, if you don't do a blood and guts, then when would you do it? Well, if you don't do blood and guts, maybe they want to do a stadium stampede match. That's true too. That yeah. So I mean, they they do have two options there, so they could go with any one of them, but. It seems like it's going to, you know, it's going to that route. And then the last thing in which it was announced today, I think a lot of people are going to be very, 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 very much into this. And that is two matches being announced for Forbidden Door, two huge matches. And that's Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay and Danielson versus Okada. Now that now we're talking some big some big some big hitters here. Those are two main event caliber matches for Forbidden Door. So right now Forbidden Door is on fire. It was good last year. It was. It was. It was. But remember, like a lot of people were injured last year. You know, well Punk was injured. I can't remember. I think they had to cut the match short with with Adam Cole because he got injured. I think that's where he, he suffered the, the concussion. But, you know, with this Forbidden Door, it has a lot of potential. And you know what sucks? That Tony Khan teased that Mercedes Monet might have appeared or might have done something for Forbidden Door. But she recently, you know, broke her ankle. And that... You know, it always sucks because something good happens to Mercedes... Sasha, how you want to go about it? She gets a big, well, you know, you deserved it. You deserve whatever you're getting. She gets what she deserves. And then next thing you know, she gets hurt. Yeah, man. Or something happens. This is real unfortunate. Real unfortunate. Like, how many times does she win the championship in WWE? And then she gets hurt. Or something happens. Tag team, someone gets hurt. Get championship, someone gets hurt. I mean, listen, I, I... She's one of the best wrestlers alive because she legit, like, she puts her body on the line. Not, I'm not saying, like, all of them do. or I mean, all of them don't. But it's just her moveset allows so, you know, her to be, yeah, it's more, you know, risks involved. So, which is, you know, with risks, there's injuries. So, but unfortunately, that, that, that last injury that she suffered, that was just a... I think a freak accident, you know, and yeah, it happens. It's just, and it it's, happens. It's, it's always like a shoot situation when that happens. It's like, 
you're doing so well, and then this happens. Then you get yeah. back. You do so well, and then that happens. Like, oh. It's tough. And, like, I think she's at that very mysterious stage where, like, something good happens, hurt. <laughs> Nothing good happened, hurt. Like, yo, why three ACL surgeries in, like, four years? Like, wait, what's going on with you, bro? Yeah, man. I just, like, ugh. But, you know. It'd be like that. But hopefully, you know, nothing but a speedy recovery, which is nothing but the best for her, obviously. But it's just, you know, her to appear forbidden door it would be like. Oh, yeah. It would. And who knows? Maybe she shows up in some capacity, you know, obviously, maybe like a like a stare down or, or, you know, a video package, you know, sending a message or a promo or something like that. But who knows? Who knows? Listen, Tony Khan is a guy who's full of surprises. And, you know, just starting off with these two matches before Forbidden Door, um, it's already a, a must-buy. that's match buy. one and two? I'm sorry? That's match one and two to kick off the night? No, no, no. no, no. Oh, I'm I was saying, about to say. No, those two might that be. That would set up a banger fucking yeah, I mean, they'll be in the card because it's like you figure, all right, with Forbidden Door, MJF is, is bound to be in a match with who? CM Punk in a match with who? Right. You know. Samoa uh, Joe be in a match because he's got a Ring of Honor championship with them. Jay so White. Like, Jay White has, has ties with New Japan. Who is he going to face? You know, it's it's, it's a lot. Cole. Adam Cole. The Young Bucks. Kenny. <laughs> well, we know Kenny now. So it's like, yeah. you know. Who uh, knows? So who hear knows? me out. What if they run it back? Hater and Storm. Hater, Hater loses again. Here comes Mercedes Monet into the match to defend Hater. And then Tony Storm versus Mercedes Monet in a in a match in Japan. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? It's, who knows? Yeah, that's right. There's so many. Baby's honor. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many possibilities because it's like, all right. New Japan is doing AEW a favor by coming to America and doing Forbidden Door. Right. Later on, that favor is going to be repaid by AEW sending a couple of superstars for, you know, New Japan. When New Japan has the, what's it called? The uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Which we've seen in the past, we've seen Jericho... Confirms his signing with AEW, but goes to Wrestle Kingdom and wrestles at in New Japan. We see that with with Omega. We have seen that with Osprey. We seen that with, with didn't Brian Danielson go out there? Was he? Yeah. It was two years ago, right? It's 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 just well, no. So now it's rumored that he will like he. So he's one of the wrestlers who's rumored to head over there. Mm-hmm. But I, so is I think Eddie Kingston. Maybe Omega. I would probably maybe the Young Bucks. You know they haven't been into Japan in a while, so yeah. So AEW is going to repay the favorite, and this is the beauty of you know the the partnership between AEW and New Japan. It's like I, I scratch your back, you scratch mine. So you know Forbidden Door deal, Wrestle Kingdom deal. And they right. have it. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So. But, you know, you have a whole lot of things to do, a whole lot of shit to go on with. I don't know. I don't know. The money banks around the corners. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. And I think I might, I might have to head down to you to watch that just because it's fucking money in the bank. Like, who doesn't, who, who, who says no to money, to money in the bank? 
Yeah, no, it's it. I think Money in the Bank fall falls into that realm of of must watch pay per views because it's like all right, it's the mystery of who who's the one to get the next opportunity. So it's like, and it's going to be two ladder matches, both men and women. So it's like, who's going to be you know retrieve the the briefcase? It's like the same like suspicion of of or the same mystery as Royal Rumble. Who's going to win the Rumble? Who's who's the next one to get that opportunity? And you don't find out until the last like ten wrestlers. Okay, this is where. Yeah. Okay, and then the last and, and that's the thing. Go. Like like within the last week or two before the event takes place, you start kind of like figuring all right who they're leaning towards. So. I went with an early pick of LA Knight. Who knows? If Cody's in there, maybe it's Cody. You know, maybe they want to go a different route. For the women's, I'm leaning right now towards maybe EO. Yeah, EO I'll do or EO. I wish you an EO. Either EO or... I want to say Montez Ford. It, yeah, if he gets another opportunity. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with that route. If he if they, if they do like, hey, you want you want one more shot? Like a here, second jump chance. This. Like a second chance, yeah. Yeah. I, I would stick with that. I think I think that's a possible. If not, I, I would like to see Cody. I mean, listen, who said who says no to Ricochet? Yeah, who, yeah. You know how long has been since he actually had something of worth value? Yeah. You know, but we shall see. But um, well, we don't have to find out much for them. We'll wait until next week to give a hour of stuff. So that'll do it for us in today's episode of the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. You guys have been. More than appreciative, tuning in week in and week out with showing us love, tuning in, and just having just, you know, <laughs> a great overall fucking time. Like, you can't... Well, how, who says no hang out with us? <laughs> so, if you want to catch us on our social media links, you can check us out on our Twitter, SunsetFlipWP. You can check us out... On our Instagram at SFW Podcast, as you see here, here's your link tree. Everything you need to know, our Discord will be up pretty soon. So if you guys want information on Discord, you know, if you're a wrestler, if you're a fan, if you're just want to talk a bunch of bullshit about wrestling, you know, good, bad, or different, hit us up. The link will be out very shortly. It's still on construction. We're live on TikTok and Facebook and YouTube at the same thing. Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. Tune in. We're there. You know. If you want to check us out on our where to listen to us, we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, you name it, we're on it. Westwood One Radio, Sirius, we'll be there soon. (laughs) Channel, channel, uh, I don't know, Bus Open Radio is like 185. We're on 186. (laughs) One day we'll get to that point. So, we're also live on Anchor, now known as Podcasters. It's free and easy to start up your link. All you need is an email, and that is it. And you are up and live and ready to go. If you want to be able to promote your podcast, we have been using StreamYard for the longest. It's so easy to do with a small nomination fee, and you have it right there for you. If you want to go and use something that's a little bit easier just to have your video calls, we've done it for a while when we first started and now we're here now and you can just go on zoom same thing a small fee quick and easy and you could save and download and have everything set up all your meetings right there and there so very simple very smooth just like our podcast we are up and running very very well so what's the plan for today soto 
I know Mets play at one. The finals at eight o'clock tonight. Yo, today's it's just a lazy day, man. Today's a lazy day. It's just a kickback, watch some sports, and that's it. Mets at one forty. Finals game two is at is at eight o'clock. I think the Yankees, which by the way, a very good W for you guys. Yes, last night I was gonna call it the back end of that judge almost blew his shoulder out diving to that fucking fence. The guy is trying to kill him. I don't know. I'm gonna protect that man at all costs. That's your four hundred dollar man. That's my captain. <laughs> and then they play a seven, so that'd be dope as well. Yeah. All right. Well, if you need me, Soto, I'll be on the sticks. Ah. I'm ready to go. Sounds good. You say the word, kid. <laughs> I'll see you. I'll check you later. All right, brody.